I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth and in this video I'm going to be talking to you about I acted very needy. Well, needy behavior is a massive turnoff in relationships. And the problem is, if you grew up in a home where you were unseen, unheard, people didn't give you a lot of attention, you felt unloved or ignored, maybe your parents worked all the time, or they had a uh, mental health issue, they were anxious or depressed, maybe had a ton of siblings, whatever it is going on. If you had that going on in your early childhood, chances are you didn't get a lot of your needs met. You felt alone and isolated and abandoned. Now, what happens is, when that happens in your early childhood, we tend to really struggle in our adult romantic relationships and we oftentimes expect our partner to meet those unmet needs and let's be honest with you uh, it's not fair and it's not okay to do that because it's it's just too unreasonable especially for those of you who've had a massive abandonment or massive amounts of neglect or um, abuse you have to act like an adult. You can't expect your partner to take care of you. You can partially, but you have to be an adult about it. And of course, there are you know going to be different levels um, of expectations, and you know it's a continuum basically of where you should lie in a healthy place. Of course, you're going to need your partner to take care of you sometimes. Uh, maybe you're not feeling well or you're just going through a difficult time in your life, maybe you're grieving a loss of a family member or something like that, in which case hopefully they would step up to the plate. But there's also an unreasonable expectation that we can have on them where um, it's just this incredible demand where maybe you don't have any kind of your own life so you expect them to be there for you 24-7. Um, maybe, you know, they're just working and you're angry because they don't come home right away or they want to go out with their friends sometime. It can be unreasonable and especially when you have had that kind of trauma in your childhood, you're going to be more likely to demand those things from your partner. And quite honestly, it can turn them off. And the other thing is, if you didn't get a lot of attention from your parents and care and you didn't feel like they were there for you, you probably are very anxious and have a lot of anxiety and depression. And, you know, part of that is because our parents help us learn to soothe our anxiety when we're very little. And if you didn't have a parent that helped you do that, you never learn to do it. And so you're probably constantly struggling with your internal state and you feel like you're dying all the time. So people that have a lot of anxiety tend to really struggle with other areas of life like they can't keep a job or their friendships. They might have severe panic attacks 
or depression. They can't even get out of the bed in the morning. And it's, it's a real struggle. And when you're going through this, you can oftentimes use your partner as an emotional crutch. And there's, I have, like I said, it's not unreasonable to have your partner be there for you, but you also have to be an adult and partake in your own healing and growth. And if you don't and you just continue to use people, they're going to get tired of it. And eventually they're going to look at you like, you're not helpless here. you got to do something about this yourself. And that is on you. Because if you don't, you know, you're going to constantly have demands on them and expectations. And they're probably going to be more unreasonable than most adults would expect from a partner. And you're going to be angry and resentful. And they're going to get emotionally exhausted by you. So you really have to work on yourself. And this is why I am always telling you guys that you really would benefit from a Skype with me. Because it is very healing to talk about it with a professional. That is how our mind heals. It's the primary way that we heal. That is why therapy works. And that is why, you know, I believe that talking with me about your issues, you're going to heal. You're going to feel a lot better because obviously I'm going to give you a plan, whatever's going on with your ex. But I'm also going to help look at what's going on within you and help explore and give you some feedback so you can grow and make some areas or look at some areas for yourself to grow. Because I'm, I'm not just here to help you get your ex back. I want to do so much more than that. I want to help you have healthier relationships with your friends and your family. And that's why I try and cover a lot of different topics. But needy behavior is very, very uh, off-putting. And it can get exhausting. And so you really need to take a good look at yourself and how demanding you are, how unreasonable or reasonable are your expectations with your partners, and how do you handle that? Do you get angry and lash out, manipulative, start screaming at them, and all, all in an effort to get close to them and get what you need, but at an unreasonable cost? So, I've got two emails today. The first one... They said, hi, Craig. This is somebody that I did a recent Skype with. They said, hi, Craig. I just wanted to share my story because I feel like a million bucks. I have been so confused and sad after my breakup with my girlfriend of six months. I have gone to your website 20 times before I signed up for a Skype with you. I just want to thank you again. Well, I know a lot of you guys, you've never talked to me in person. For many of you, some of you guys had. And um, you probably wonder what it's like to do a coaching with me. Well, I can tell you that I do do my best to try and help each and every one of you guys in whatever is going on in your situation. And believe me, every breakup is so incredibly different. Um, so thank you for those kind words. They said a little more. They said, it was so awesome just talking to you. I want everyone to know Craig is really funny. Well, aren't you kind and easy to talk with. It felt so refreshing just to hear your opinions and get things off my chest. Yeah, it really does. I actually spent about three hours with Margaret yesterday just talking about so many different things. I try and soak everything in uh, from Margaret. I'm like a sponge when I'm in there just taking notes and learning about a lot of different things. Not so much with the breakup aspect of it, but like the mental health aspect of it where we were looking at um, trauma and abuse and uh, adoption and all the different areas that she has had so much experience with. 
and I just sit there. I mean, we we must have been there for at least three hours, just me asking her question after question. Um, but for me, that's exciting. That's fun, and I'm always trying to pass that on to you guys, especially in the Skypes. Those things can be a little bit more particular to something going on in your specific situation. So I can share those more easily in a Skype as opposed to in an email where I'm not going to see as much that's going on, especially patterns. I see a lot of patterns when we're talking in a Skype. The other thing people should know is that Craig is, Craig's ability to recognize the root of a problem surprised me. I could tell he was already three steps ahead of me on understanding what was going on with my ex. He saw through the hidden messages of what she was saying. Well, that's because I hear a lot of the same things, so I recognize the patterns. Uh, Craig, you really surprised me on how much more you know than what you talk about in your videos. If you guys think Craig is good on a video, you should see him in person. Thank you again. Look, looking forward to Skyping with you soon. Thank you very much for those kind words. And I really do appreciate hearing that from you guys because it makes me feel good that I'm really helping you through whatever you're going with, through because every situation really is so different. And um, so thank you guys. And, you know, I do really appreciate when you guys leave comments in the YouTube section, especially when you've done a Skype with me and you tell people yourself how you enjoy talking with me because then I know, look, you can see it from other people themselves. I don't have to push that on you. Um, I have an email here that said, I broke up with her three months ago. This guy is in his late 30s and the girl he was dating is in her mid-30s. And he says that they dated for just under a year. She, he was talking about her family and he said she was raised by her father, who was a weak man. The stepmother treated her bad. No family to depend on because she had a teenage mother. Wow, so she, this girl that he dated had a really rough, you know, father was weak. Not sure what that means, but probably um, maybe some al alcohol involved or depression or uh, inability to keep a job, maybe abusive emotionally, physically, who knows. Stepmother treated her bad too, so this woman probably has a real hard time trusting people. I broke up with her because I felt like she was distant and wasn't making time for me. Well, that would make me frustrated too. If I'm in a relationship with somebody and they're not making time for me, I'm going to think, okay, if you're not making me a priority, then this relationship isn't going to work. Especially if, you know, you're in a situation where they've been together for about a year. This isn't something you've just met somebody. She was going through a custody battle for her youngest son, which was nasty. I was very supportive financially before and after the breakup due to her youngest child's father not being supportive. I found out after the breakup that she had a lot of money issues, but she never asked for anything. I made sure she stayed afloat and paid the bills. Okay, well, what I hear you saying is that she had a lot of money issues, but she didn't ask for your help. You volunteered to help. And that's an important part of this because if she didn't ask you for these things, then you can't really say she's using you or accuse her of using you if she didn't ask for it, right? I didn't handle the breakup well at all. I attempted to get back with her 
Three days later, every time I did something for her, money-wise, I pressed the issue of being together. Okay, so what that tells me is that you might be feeling insecure, and so you try and buy her love. So you think, if I buy her love, if I pay for these things, it's going to make her care about me. But it, it really, that doesn't work. I think I allowed myself to be taken advantage of. But did she take advantage of you? I could see your point, but at the same time, she didn't ask you for anything. I only found your work a month ago. I went into no contact, and she would send me random texts after a week. She would tell me every time she was not interested in being in a relationship. So she's reaching out to you, but she tells you she doesn't want to be in a relationship. So my guess is that when she was reaching out, you were probably coming on too strong again. Every time she reached out, I was too available. Well, that just goes along with what I just said. I've never had her face-to-face -face since the breakup. Almost like she avoids it. She is avoiding it. She is avoiding it. If I call her, she might answer. If I text, she might text back. Well, uh, if she might do that, then that shows she's not really that interested right now. Because if she was, she would be texting back. I acted very needy, and like she was more than myself, I acted very weak. Well, we create our own values with people. Whether you see it or not, there are ton, tons of tiny little microtransactions that we do in a relationship. Things we say, the way we look at somebody, the way we offer to do something. There are tons of little things that we do that you might not even be aware of that show somebody, this is what I think my value is. I mean, you got to be aware of how you are projecting your worth to somebody. She feels like I might interfere with the relationship with her son. I found out from a mutual friend that she went to another city, I won't say where, and posted an unclear picture with another guy. Mm. So she's already talking to another guy, which is probably why you're, sometimes you're getting a response and sometimes you're not, right? A few days before, we got into an argument where I basically told her I didn't want her. So she blocked me on social media. I started no contact immediately. You started no contact once she blocked you? I guess she probably made that pretty easy for you, huh? Well, I'm gonna... Oh, I'm blocked. <laughs> once I saw a pic, I went to vacation the next weekend for a week. My vacation was good for me. It recentered me. She hides her son's story on Instagram. That's odd. I'm sure she saw the pics of, of his vacation. I've been in no contact for two to three weeks. What is my next move? She's a good woman and I miss her. Well, it's interesting because you're saying she's a good woman, but you're also saying I allowed her to take advantage of me. So, what do you really think is going on here? Did she take advantage of you? Is she the kind of person that took advantage of you? Or you're just saying you allowed yourself to kind of be a doormat here? But, you know, regardless of that, if she's dating another guy and she's only responding to your texts sometimes, 
I certainly wouldn't be chasing her. I mean, she's obviously exploring a relationship with somebody different right now, and I think what you should do is focus on yourself and look at what happened in your own early childhood and figure out why you're putting other people in front of you, which can take some time to do, but it's going to put you in a place where you're going to have healthier relationships. But I certainly wouldn't be chasing this woman when she is uh, going out with another guy because she's just going to be more turned off by your behavior. And I to you every time you were in contact that she didn't want to be in a relationship with you. And like you said, you were probably acting too needy. And my guess is that, you know, you were coming on so strong when she was coming around that it just chased her away. So, I would focus on yourself right now and see what happens with her in the long term. Maybe she'll come back around again um, if it doesn't work out with this other guy. So, if you want to get my help, just go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do Skype calls and I do email coaching. And if you like the video, throw a like on there. I do appreciate it. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth, and I will talk with you soon.